A bit friendly, a bit, a bit too friendly with kids. No, though. He's, a, he's a maniac. His head's gone though, isn't it? But yeah, but that wasn't actually like proven. Whereas with Arkady, that's Kelly, the thing. With me, know, I will remain you in denial. That he married with this girl, <laughs> MJ. That's bad. Man. No, but I never knew. I didn't know. We know he's weird. We know he's weird. Yeah, we know he's weird. Ever the allegations were ever proved? No, they were. They were. Well, Mary like them that. Yeah, if there was ever a person that was gonna fiddle with kids, it was gonna be him. And he looks like he's no, gone, Yeah, but <laughs> Arkady doesn't like... look like someone, but he actually is the person who does no, it. Uh, yeah, I know. But yeah. he's not young. It's, oh, yeah, shit, is he, it? Yeah, Arkady actually married Aaliyah. What do you think about Jay-Z and that, though? The, the grooming thing. Yeah. What did well, he do to Beyonce? Yeah. All my favourite rappers are from Matthew now, I don't even have faves anymore. He was not that. He was that. He's like 15 years older than her, you know? older than her, shoot. But talking to her and then actually uh, like no, he was, I listen. He was reaching out questionably. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he shouldn't be doing that stuff, but he, at least he's doing it with his chest. But the thing is, how did he get away with it? <laughs> he's doing it with his chest. No, how did he get away with it? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Dan, how, we're getting you the port for the point. How did he get away with marrying a 15 year old? I think apparently, he like. Was you're allowed to. Yeah, yeah, he went, it was in some no, I, I, I thought he um, they changed the age of something on, on the. No. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard yeah, I thought that. they changed the age so of. So are they, are they, are, are, apparently, like, her Kelly, parents bro. get royalties it's from Kelly, his songs. Bro. That's why they've kept quiet. This is not just R. Kelly's fault. I'm just saying, a lot yeah, of people are involved. That's managers. There are a lot of other adults who are involved in this. Yeah. You are to be questioned because also, how did you let it happen? Not locked up in this house. Yeah, that's what the documentary was about. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> like apparently they were but locked in. Like, are they still locked in? They, they don't want to leave. Exactly. When you look at your own self and you compare 15 and now, mm-mm. you thought you were smart. You at 15. thought you were exactly. Mm. So yeah. is, is, is it like, like the whole thing of can children get grooming them and can children get convicted of crime at a third age because they don't know what they're doing? She's 15, she doesn't really know what she's doing. Yeah. I think it's yeah, different it's though difficult. when you're a victim as yeah. opposed to when you're a perpetrator. If you're a 15 year old perpetrator, it's different because your mindset is actually kind of grown in a sense. Mm. But if you're an actual victim, it's very, very different. But, and apparently, the reason why a lot of the artists aren't saying anything because he's got bare dirt and bare people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how the industry yeah, works, still. That makes sense. That's how the industry works. They don't come up for him yet, you know. That dynamic. They're all kind of. So, what I read today was apparently only one legend. This is the king of R&B, you know. He's not macking. He's not macking. No, he's not macking of R&B. I watched that documentary. No, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Oh, is it out already? Yeah, it's out. Oh, it's out. wow. I don't think I'm going to watch it. No, nah, he's a bad guy, though. Even the title was funny, Survive, Survive with R. Kelly. <laughs> Very bad guy. Survive with R. Kelly, you know, like it's a hurricane. Oh, they've done him bad. Thought, anyway, I know, I'm, well, I'll watch it and I know he's... I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, yeah, is it, are, they all, are they all on, though, yeah? All on, all recorded, all nice and level. I can't. Um, yeah, just like, go as long as you want, innit? No one's coming in off. I'll be next door, innit? Ah, cool, bro. Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast.
What you like to say? You ready, yeah? Yeah. Good. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to the My City Podcast, episode 23, I believe. Um, You got your boy, Big Sam. You got your boy, Ire. What's, you good What's good, people? We got two gorgeous, God-fearing women in the house tonight. <laughs> we got Ori. How you doing, Ori? Hi, I'm good, thanks. And we've got the beautiful Christine. How you doing, Christine? Hi, guys. Thanks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and that. <laughs> Shout out to everyone that's um, bought a ticket for the upcoming live show in My City Live. We really appreciate you guys. It's going fast, so snap up yours while you can. Early bird tickets already sold Early out. Early bird tickets gone, boy. They went in like an hour, boy. They were but I was going to Nigeria when it was sold out. 3rd of February, uh, it'll be a night full of networking, uh, into, uh, games, debates, prize giveaways, great interaction. Uh, you know, so yeah, it's going to be lit. To come in there. Um, today we're talking about you know sex and the church. Very, very relevant uh, topic still, like, very applicable to a lot of young black British people, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, um, it's something that a lot of people are dealing with, so I thought, you know, let's reach out to these two very um, relevant girls to come and speak on the topic, so. And, uh, another so. reason why it's important to us, obviously, <laughs> as, as we get... Ori, don't do this today, but... <laughs> you know, as, as, as we're getting older, we're getting towards the traditionally family-orientated... Uh, age where we start to get married or start to have children. Obviously, you can't have children without having sex. So why are you saying sex like that, Fab? What do you mean? You bro? said it with your chest. <laughs> 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 yeah, love that, that, love that, love that, love that. Obviously, a lot of our audience are Christians, black Christians. So let's go through. So uh, you know, run through. Yeah, sure. Um, so let's start off by. <laughs> it's a weird question, but it is. It makes sense as well. What is sex? what constitutes sex like you get a lot of people that are you know they kind of um rationalize the whole um being comfortable within their faith and their relationship with god in the sexual regard because maybe they're not going the full way they're not going the whole way through they're doing um or whatever so what do people define as sex uh anyone can begin That's kind of difficult. Um, I think that sex is penetration. Okay. So um, that's how I would define it. Um, so if so, oral is not sex for you, in your opinion. Um, it is as well. I think sex. <laughs> it's very very hard. <laughs> I think sex is quite subjective. It can't be subjective because if sex was subjective, then it would be very hard for like the like it would be hard as a Christian to kind of know where you stand mm. on the topic of sex if it was subjective. So there has to be truth to it. Okay. Um so I think that sex is penetration. Um but then at the same time, I guess all sex is sex as well. <laughs> the only really thing we're saying that, you know, there has to be truth and things are black and white when it comes to Christianity is that, you know, you get some people that say there's some things that are said, particularly in the Old Testament, that can you really say they're applicable now? I know. Or, but, I know we're not, that's we, slightly, we, we, that's we slightly diverging from sex or whatever, but 
doesn't that mean that there is some room for some subjectivity? I mean, no, because like God is the God is the ultimate truth, right? Um, and we don't know truth outside of God. Okay. Yeah. yeah so those those people who believe in uh, the Lord, that's what we believe. Yeah. In. Exactly. No, no. But when so if you're a Christian, then your your stance in Christianity is that outside of God, there is no truth. Mm. Um, but he's the only way we can find yeah truth. and he's the only way and Christ is you know the way the truth and the light right? of course so, yeah um, so God is the ultimate truth so if you are a believer <laughs> then your stance on sex has to come from a true God who is truth mm. so there can't be like subjectivity because when the Bible talks about flee from sexual immorality and then if you are if you don't know, you don't know what side of the fence you kind of sit on, then you won't know how to align with that scripture. So there has to be truth to what sex is mm. and what it's not. Mm. Cool. So no, I hear that. Go yeah. Go I think the, so because of what you said just now about <clears throat> um, knowing where you stand and how you can follow the scripture about fleeing from sexual morality, that is why it raised question about what is sex is super important. So I guess it's like my G. <laughs> because we have to know to an extent okay what does that entail when we talk about sex when we talk about okay sexual activities what are we talking about and i think for me i would say yes it does include oral sex it includes the does it include kissing pen penetrative sex yeah i think to what? an extent i i personally wouldn't say oh kissing is sex like but do, that. You, do you know what but i feel like it's part of the activities that can lead to sex. Do you get what I mean? Can can do though, not yeah, necessarily. That can do. exactly, and that's why, like with kissing, I know that one is a bit grey. That's a touchy but one. I think it's, it's a very, very touchy it's one. Touchy but I think with it, like with everything, it's about. Um, it's very individual for each person, and that's why I think certain convictions, it you have to you have to act on them as the Holy Spirit mm. instruction. Which was... So, so for go, me, so, go, go. So, 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 so just to go through that, for me, in terms of sex, it's a good point. For me, in terms of sex, sex, on the physical point of view, it's intercourse between a male mm. and a female. Well, I'm not going to talk about humans. I'm not going to talk about snakes who can literally F themselves. That's it. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, yeah. In terms of, on a human level, which is what we are, yeah. right, uh, male and female, mm. um, having sexual intercourse where a male enters a woman that's a physical point of view um of course nowadays you have other sex between male and male and female and female but we're talking specifically here between male and female because mm. yeah for that, because that, that, that we're talking about homosexuality in a different topic mm -hmm. on a different podcast but here we're talking about heterosexuality <coughs> um that's on a physical point of view but to get even deeper than that uh sex in terms of what it is is something that was created by god yeah and also something that um, is good mm -hmm. in the mm. condition mm. in the confines of marriage. In, in the confines of marriage, a lot. Cause I think, and I'll get to it. Cause uh, a lot of people when they hear sex, they start you know being like, "Ooh, it's a taboo." Yeah, yeah. demonized. They bro. don't realize that sex is actually something that God created, yeah. and yeah. which is good. Right. Yeah. And obviously, in the right environment, mm. Mm -hmm. it's great. Because because before we move on, like hundred percent. Before we move on, I just want to stress because. Obviously, we're going to get onto abstinence, but you you said that you know um, a lot of people don't know what sex is. I heard the word individual to the person. I've heard you know conviction and whatnot. Mm. Like, 
as much as you're saying there must be a truth, there must be a definition, if people don't know what that is and people don't know what the actual line and boundary that people are not supposed to be crossing is, then how can we um, sort of demonise people or sort of blame people for stepping over that line when it's such a great area? Things like kissing, for example. For some people, they'll say, you know, don't do it because it could lead to this. Or Mm. some people could say, look, kissing is not that deep. You know, I have two lips here and I'm good. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the thing. I think I didn't, I definitely didn't, um, finish what I was going to okay, say okay, properly. Go to, go That's to you. But what I was saying with that was actually that as an individual, when I, when I mentioned individuality, it's about knowing for you what could take you to um, take mm-hmm. that step too far. Mm. And for me, I think the pivotal point for me that changed about my views on sex before marriage and what it kind of entailed was actually when I read a book um, and What's it book, said, it was, it's called Why I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And I think uh, a lot cool. of people may have heard of it I'm not trying to plug it because even the author after he <laughs> came back he's come and, out and said, said that, that actually what he said in the book was like not true. Yeah. Oh, so right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bad guy, man. Very bad guy. That's why he was about it. I feel like with every single book other than the Bible, you do take it with a pinch of salt. You take it and you just ask God to interpret it mm. in like the way that is but to be fair like, even you. The, that's what I'm trying to say the Bible well, is, in, is open to interpretation it as is well. open to interpretation but Bible... I think a lot of the time when we try to use that line about open to interpretation is when we're trying to bend the rules no yeah. but no no no, no not, not, not even right. not even. I don't do... think the Bible is open to interpretation I think I think <laughs> I think what we do with the Bible is that we try to justify our actions Hello. not necessarily that's, no no you that's, you know that's agree actually it that's you're right, you know, right? literally it honestly like and I'm I'm talking from I've spoken to so many yeah, people yeah. about you know Christianity and the things that we do wrong etc etc and mm. even from my perspective as well like personally as well I think what we do with the Bible is that we take it and we try to use it to justify our own sin mm. mm-hmm. and that's wrong but what about it things like wait what, what about things like in the old testament where um the women are for example told to cover their hair in church i know because we live in a different generation and you know culture and like general society comes into play as well things like that are not really as applicable anymore because right. so i think it depends so that's context the Old Testament. so i think that's different i think it's i think your point is different in the sense that that's more contextual, contextual yeah. and there are stories in the bible that were like the bible even says that these things were written for example right okay. so there are particular stories in the bible that we look to for example like you know the story of the Israelites. Mm. We're not we're not out here for years <laughs> trying to get to a destination. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we take the story of the Israelites and we say they were idol worshippers. Mm. They were you know they did they all this the against, exactly. They did all these years, things yeah. against mm. Christ, mm. against God. Sorry, because Christ the concept of Christ wasn't really. But that's an yeah, yeah, but. But they did all these things against God. We're not out here 40 years, you know, trying to manifest the sky it. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but we take that because scripture says that it's for example, and we take that and we say, we're not going to be like the Israelites. Mm. We're not going to disobey God the way they did. We're not going to worship idols the way they did, etc. Mm, et mm, mm, so I think it is all about context. But I think we just like to use the Bible to justify our sin. And I think that's just wrong. Mm. And, reason, uh, and I think something about the covering head, so sorry to interrupt you, it's like, Sometimes, like you're saying, it's less about the physical thing about them covering their heads. Mm. It's just about, okay, 
that that example is about okay obeying respect, whatever yeah. like you know whatever your kind of church or your place of worship advises that you guys do follow it then you, you get do me? It, yeah. so there may be churches out here now who do advise cover your heads mm. if that's what your church is saying okay, then cool, obey it do yeah. it obey it kind of thing if you mm. get what i mean what i liked what you said about um christine in terms of um people choosing the bible like people um, they shouldn't be and different interpretations because mm. people will literally have their way of life I will find something in the Bible that will say mm-hmm. my way of life is correct yeah and they will as opposed to saying yeah. this is what the Bible says let me adjust my life to it they'll bend the Bible to they will I won't lie to you I've done it myself yeah <laughs> I, think we're all kind of, <laughs> I think we've all done it I used to like to party before back in the day right yeah. does it say you shouldn't party and then people will say, oh, but God turned water to wine. Therefore, I can do X, Y, Z. It's those kind of things. So the Bible talks about fleeing from wild parties, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, you like know what? This little drink up here isn't that This black, guy's a very, very, very bad guy. That's what I used to be like, obviously, but now, obviously, you know, I'm going to put my eye on Well, since last night, anyway. You're a bad guy, bro. That's when I have convictions, yeah. It's about when the Holy Spirit tells you, when the Holy Spirit tells you something, do you follow it, yes or no? That's why I mentioned convictions, because even with the kissing thing there are some people who like when we sp- when they say that actually they're not going to kiss their partner until their wedding day mm. that's their conviction you don't mm. know who told them that and they can run with that and for them that's their truth and that's their reality but there's other people who because of their self-discipline and maybe their self-control they can handle kissing and and keep it as kissing mm. do you get what i mean mm. so even when i mention convictions it comes with a whole heap of things that we don't even want to mm. get into because sometimes once the holy spirit plants it into your mind yeah, yeah. and now you're not doing what you're meant to be doing mm. that's when right, so, so just to round that bit up so where i said is head um is oral sex sex is <laughs> <laughs> oral sex sex yeah and then obviously there was a pause in it like you know, I know a good question, you know, it's, it's a very it's good not, question i think i think why because there's a lot of girls who are virgins, yeah, mm-hmm. but they still do oral sex. Or they've done like other kind of higgies and haggas. When you said penetration, though. I thought something's going in, in somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> something's going on. Something is penetrating. Like, oh, wait, just, just a quick disclaimer. I said something is going in somewhere. It's true, though. Disclaimer, we're not here to judge anyone. Hundred. We're not judging this. And you know what it is? If you're doing that, I don't care. We're just talking about. And you know what it is this kind of convo needs to be had because it if it's not had, people are just gonna be, you know what I mean, like fe- feeling like they have all these built up things that they want to discuss or whatever, yeah, and no one's yeah. kind of talking about I think, it. But so. I think what's important as well is that like these conversations need to be had, yes. But I think at the same time, these conversations should be had like with the Bible in mind Definitely. and mm. not just letting people 100%. have. Because I think what I'm weary about writing about sex and stuff is for people to just take what. I'm saying is like go gospel, gospel yeah, 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 and that's not my thing. Like, I'm not here trying to preach to anybody. I'm here trying to encourage people to have these conversations. But ultimately, the Bible, the Bible should be, you know, yeah. your mm. your first and final call. Mm. That's a good point. So, uh, so okay, and because of that, um, What's uh, when I said that God created sex, uh, if you look at Genesis one twenty eight, which talks about yeah. not not now, obviously, but just for people, Pastor Ira, you know, he talks about my boy. Uh, God saw everything <laughs> and created it, right? So He created it, and also. Genesis one thirty one. It talks about how everything he created, he thought it was good. Everything he created, sex is something that he created. So that shows that God, that sex is good. So it's not like a bad thing. And it wasn't man made. It was mm. God made. What? What? Are... Um, but wait, sorry. Uh, quickly before you say that, um, <laughs> you, did you want to ask about God's instructions? 
Yeah, what what are his instructions? Like, what what does he want us to do with regards to sex? Is sex just meant to be for baby making? And if so, once you popped out your three four babies, why are you still having sex, please? Do you know what I mean? Like, I what notes. does what does he want? <laughs> Sorry, I made notes for <laughs> as this in question. with the bad boy man. But <laughs> so also, you guys give your take. Who wants yeah, to go first? I, I think there's different. Per- I think there's, there's more than one person. Why are there bare phones? Like, let's talk. Because I got my notes. I got my notes. go to you, 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 go to you. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. I love that. Love that. Love that. Even you're for real as well. No, you bad guy. You're a bad guy. No, go to you, go to you, go to you. Sex is such a huge topic and people have such different views and Mm. obviously we're supposed to be different to the world, right? So... Tell us your views, B. My view, my views are scriptural, so I can't even, I I don't want to say anything from my personal view. That's a quick one, obviously, this might be, actually, never mind. (laughs) But you said what God's designed for sex, right? So, um, so I just made a few (laughs) notes, so it might not be that make, it might not make that much sense, but, um, so God's design for sex is for us to be one flesh. Um, he designed it for men and women. Um, to be fruitful and multiply, i.e. to like give birth and have loads of kids um, and for it to be glorious as well. So like, if you go to Proverbs 5, 18 to 19, for example, it tells you like to rejoice in the wife of your your youth, let her breast fill you all the time with delight, be always intoxicated with her love, etc., etc. So it's supposed to be like a passionate thing. Um, so yeah, that's my take on like God's design. So your answer so just to... Just for those listening to the pod, is to um, for babies. For to is to procreate for, and also to, to procreate enjoy. and also to enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. Cool. What um, bit is the enjoy? Is it this breast? No, but remember, you know, I, I mean everything is up for taking <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but is, I don't. Her answer is sex is two <laughs> things: to be to be enjoyable, to, have, to, to, to reproduce, <laughs> and to enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Cool. Uh, Ori, I, com- okay. I completely agree. Definitely, it's for us to have babies. What, 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 but what at the same time, what about you, bro? What about you, bro? Love that. What about you? Yeah, exactly the same. Still. I, I, I believe there's one more. Um, there's one more purpose, and I think that's just like to seal a blood covenant between two humans. So that, that, and that's the reason why it's needed for marriage because the first two enjoyment you don't need to be married to enjoy sex, and you don't need marriage to have babies. Of course, in in a, in a Christian home you need to, but the third part is to show that a man's left his family, a woman's left his family, and they've now become, become one. Fresh, so it's to yeah. seal a covenant in front of the Lord. That um, two people are now. One so is the that sex the one? Ha- is that explicitly? And this is in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. The way you phrased it is that explicitly anywhere in the Bible? I do agree with obviously that it does. It's on Google. It does mention. It does make you. <laughs> yeah, a bit magic. I forgot the topic, my guy. Nah. You ready? Yeah. So if if we if we if we look at um, Genesis two twenty four, it talks about a man. Will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and they'll become one flesh, yeah? Okay, yeah. So, is it one flesh the physical joining though? So, sexual intercourse constitutes making yourself one flesh with someone. Yeah, yeah. If you you visualize it, I I don't want to promote pornography here, but if you visualize it, (laughs) yeah, when a man and a woman are in sexual intercourse, they are literally one flesh. Mm. Yeah. That's my scripture behind it. That's mm. my interpretation of it. That oh, okay. It makes sense. So that's why I said the three, for me, the three purposes of it is to reproduce, mm. to enjoy, mm. and so to make you, to, one, uh, make you one, uh, one person uh, underneath God. Now, lastly, um, I know you, you thought it was funny when you spoke about to enjoy. There's another scripture for the enjoyment, and that's in that Deut- Deut- Deuteronomy 24 verse 5, which talks about if a man has recently married, 
he must not be sent to war or have any other duty laid on to him. For one year, he's to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife he had married. Yeah. So I mean, if you if it was just for the procreation, you'd have sex once <coughs> or twice, yeah. maybe three times. Yeah, and then have, have your baby. Yeah. For one year of you know proper um, enjoyment, says that it is for that kind of happiness. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, sexual climax apparently is the most pleasurable. Uh, point of the thing, yeah. That a person can um, oh, really? uh, feel, other mm. than skydiving, for example. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, so yeah, good you. No, that's me. That's me. So I think to me, so for me, those are the three instructions. Okay, so with that in mind, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about any church in particular, and I'm not, you know, I'm not generalizing, but if it's the case that some churches demonize sex or are perceived to demonize sex to the point where some of the congregation feel, you know, they have so many questions about sex, they feel like they can't say it because the church will look at them sideways or they're dealing with a lot of things because maybe they've fallen like by accident, they slipped and had sex or something. Um, how has that come about? Um, me personally, I, I believe what's been lost in that is um, a lot of churches saying sex, don't flee from sex about marriage. Free from sex, that's not a marriage. Mm. But they haven't given proper reasons behind it. So now you've had you've had years of don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. Don't have sex, don't have sex. Mm. It's become such a big thing, taboo thing, where people don't. People are scared them. of sex. I, what's funny is because I remember talking to my boy back in university. Mm. You can probably guess who it is after I say it. Talking to my boy from university, and he, I, I, kept, I, I kept saying to him, you know, you need to maybe chill out. You, you're, you're pressing too many girls, or you're having sex with too many girls. And he'll be like, "Bro, people talk about sex so much, yeah. But I don't steal. I don't kill people. I think, I think that people are worse than I am." And it made me deep. Okay, cool. In church, they don't focus on killing. They don't focus on you know being honest. They don't focus on not being lazy. They focus just on sex. So, and, I, and, I, and the result of that is that it has you know blown it up. Um, I think what what. What came into my mind today is that, you know, the explicit kind of commandments about don't kill, don't steal, don't mm. do this, like, those were literally written there, like, don't, don't, da, 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 da. Mm. And then obviously Jesus told us that, you know, the main commandment is love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. So with the sex thing, I feel like as much as there is scripture that tells us that sex should be kept in the confines of marriage, mm. I feel like those scriptures a lot of people still kind of treat them as something that needs to be inferred do you get what i mean so I not something know. that what is explicit mm. it's not something as explicit as don't steal and then mm. another thing that god planted in my heart today is actually that often there are people no doubt who still do steal they still they, yeah. they, they still kill yeah, yeah. but with sex in terms of the laws of the land, mm. if I go and have sex, mm. you can't jail me. Yeah, it's not. Do you it's, get it's what not I crime. mean? So it's, not it's a, a lot more like there's there's less of a deterrent in society mm. for people to. What is my sentence saying? There's less of a deterrent for people, for people to, to have flee from, like, yeah. to, to flee from sexual because immorality than there is for like obviously things like killing and stealing. Because even they say the law is based upon Christianity, but the law does not it does not like demonize sex do you know what i mean it it, it's well, kind of a culture thing even the, age. the foundation of the yeah, law yeah is, exactly. the foundation of the law is supposed to be based on christianity but it obviously isn't because gay marriage is allowed and it's not allowed i think it's changing now but i feel like when the law that's and, what i said the foundation okay. of it is okay. um, 
Yeah. Uh, so you think it's ever evolving? Mm. So. What, what did you want to say, Chris? Um, I hate you, think... still. I wanted to ask us a question because obviously, if we're, we're going to talk about sex, and obviously, you know, the audience is going to wonder, you know, um, which of us are sexually black. Is, is anyone abstinent in the room? Like, it's, it's, I'm assuming everyone doing so, uh, abstinence. I'm, yeah. I'm celibate. Yeah. So, so I'm so celibate. No. Did you say you're celibate? I'm doing celibacy now, yeah. Praise okay. God. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. Well, that, that, that just this year or um... when? Th- anyway, yeah, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, hundred percent. Oh, yeah, you will stay inside that day, you know. I'm, I'm nah, every- good with the Lord. Uh, the not- we're all yeah. 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 Right, cool. But to go back to your question, demonization of sex, though, yeah, um, and the church. I think, I think there is, yeah, that it from like an outsider perspective, there does seem to be demonization of sex within the church. But I do think like the church is supposed to be um, propagating scripture, right? And scripture does say that we should flee from sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. So if you're telling people to flee from sexual immorality, it's always gonna be seen as a demonization of sex, Mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not so much a demonization of sex. It's Mm -hmm. just the church just want they want you to the obey. people to do right, yeah, like, you know, yeah. and I think, yeah, you, I think you're right. There needs to be more explanation as mm. to why mm. you should flee from sexual immorality, mm. um, turning people to scripture and what scripture says around sexual immorality about your body, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, there might be it could be perceived as demonization of sex, but how else would you want the church to? I feel. I feel like, I feel like it just needs to be a bit more balanced because, um, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a very big focus on unmarried Christians um, that you guys don't see and make sure, you know, you stay holy, you stay pure, you follow the instruction. But just just because you're married doesn't mean you're no longer a Christian. Why is there no focus on them as well? Why is there no, why, why is the same energy not given to people that are now married and then give, you know, teach them about sex, teach them the right things to do. Do you know what I mean? Say say all of them have, st- say people have stayed virgin until they got married now. Do you know what I mean? It's a very big experience, someone yeah, having sex is. for the first time. I and, psychological and, as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and yeah, then yeah. imagine their whole life, they've been like, raw, this yeah, thing is yeah. really, and then now they're married and then it's like, and raw, like. expected to get it. Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of that's the thing. And I think that's why I th- we need to have conversations about sex early on and just, the way Ira has been saying, particularly, it's good. It's good. It is good. Sex is good. Like literally, th- th- there's a scripture it's good, that says yeah, that it's, it's good, good when it's right. in it's marriage. Yeah, Honestly, it's in marriage. Yeah. When it's in marriage, yeah. and I just think oh, you're really a bad guy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Bro? I don't even have. Nah, I don't even say nothing, man. But we need to have conversations, and I think we need to normalize conversations about sex <laughs> from an early age, so that people feel comfortable with understanding. Okay, what it is, what is it for? But then also, mm. like you mentioned, why are we saying we shouldn't do it? And I feel like. At church, I don't even know what age mm. or when they, if, if they have like a particular structure, obviously every church is different, mm. of when they start speaking to kids about sex before marriage. But if we think about it as school, they give us sex ed. I remember sex ed, I think Listen. I had that in year five. Listen. That's 10 years old, that's year nine four, and 10 fam. years old. So See, I, I, if the world is teaching four. us about sex, what age do you think we should start speaking to kids about sex and mm. then helping them to understand why they shouldn't do it mm. until they're married? Mm. I think we need to do it a bit earlier 100%. and just normalize the conversation at least first. Let people know that when you're doing it in marriage, it's not a bad thing. Mm. But 
<laughs> let people understand that it's something that will happen in life mm. and when it does happen it's great because i even had an example of someone who she was taught all her life to obviously be this holy and pure girl and yeah. stay whatever and when she got married she didn't even really know what to do she that's didn't know saying. how to be kind listen. of yeah, I think sexual the, yeah. she didn't know how to yeah, kind of like appeal the, to that's her, what i'm listen i think the beauty yeah. culture i think the purity culture uh, is such an american thing but mm. i think the purity culture definitely has had impact on these women i've read stories of women saying how you know they were virgins all their life and then on the day of their wedding night they couldn't actually perform they freeze yeah it's it's still you know it was still such a psychological Mm. thing and i think that is an impact of fury culture Mm. and but like like we need like we keep saying there needs to be a conversation um about how free and sex is in Mm. the context of marriage and how good it is in the context of marriage Mm. but i do think still we should be careful when to start having that conversation 100%. because you don't want to be encouraging the idea kids. In head for exactly. You don't want to yeah. be encouraging kids to want to have sex. You don't want to be planting seeds mm. in their heads. And I don't know if it's wise for like the preacher at, on the pulpit <laughs> on any given Sunday to just be like, yeah, so we're going to start talking about sex and how <laughs> yeah, great yeah, yeah, it yeah. is because you don't know who, you know, you have multiple people in your audience. Mm. So I, I do think that like it's down to, you know, the parents, Older yeah. women, I thought I was gonna say that particularly for, to talk yeah. to younger women and be like, okay, <laughs> this this was my experience. Mm. Sex is good, mm. but in the confines of marriage, mm. and this is the reason why we do it. Love that. And actually, also like intertwining it with like Christ as well, mm. because I think when you start having, um, when you start having conversations about Christianity, but you don't actually center it on Christ, mm. I think that becomes it becomes too abstract, mm. and it, yeah. and it's very. It, it's almost like a disconnect. Open to, so I think yeah. if we actually like combine discussions on sex and how it is Christ-like to have sex in marriage, but it's not Christ-like to have sex outside of marriage, mm. then people will start understanding it more. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think though also just making sure when I talk about doing it early, the reason why I said that, having those conversations earlier on, I know we always worry about whenever we have a conversation about something, that means you're planting seeds, but I'd like it's always better for people to be informed mm. and I think it's not about picking up your 10 year old and telling them okay don't have sex or duh, 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 but it's just about trying to use research and use statistics to look at the age that we think is mm. most appropriate to start mm. speaking to people so that we actually do get in there before the age that is 100. actually the average age of people losing their virginity do you know what I mean because now we're a bit older yeah. and now we're speaking about sex quite freely yeah, in our 20s yeah. and xyz but mm. a lot of people they have can't got, they, yeah, like you know that, that it's, it's kind of past that now for mm. them where maybe they would have wanted to have certain conversations to understand why mm. they shouldn't have sex before marriage before they were in their 20s mm. they, they're only having the conversations a bit later on whereas they would have benefited from it if it was earlier in their life yeah, also, yeah, um, made a good point earlier about people who've been taught and you know where it's been de- it's been um, demonized demonized Demon. so much in church that they've grown up all that all that time hearing sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad, flee from sex, flee from sex, flee from sex. That when they actually have sex in marriage, they they feel dirty. Yeah. Because they've been almost not yeah, brainwashed, yeah, yeah. but they've all, yeah. the, the yeah. mind has been taught all this time it's bad without the proper reason, without the proper Bible, biblical references of supplication. That when they have sex in marriage, they start thinking they're impure and they're bad because they don't understand the real reason behind it. And then that mm. leads to other issues in the marriage. Mm, mm, um, where, mm. yes, you know, for example. So it's, it's interesting. Even um, on, even on, while we're talking about, you know, age that we should start, you know, having them convos and culture and whatnot, 
it's it's quite a good point to talk about. Um, you know, we're in twenty nineteen and our generation I feel is very different to past generations. So what I've heard a lot in terms of um we're a lot smarter than I personally feel like we're a lot smarter than past generations. We're a lot more people are growing up very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like as in mm. some of the things that I see my little four year old niece doing well she's not really my niece but um <laughs> my little four year old whatever she is um <laughs> doing at her age is like it's a madness, isn't it? So um you know, you'll get a lot of people that say, ah, oh, the Bible this, the Bible that. Some of the things that they went through there is not really applicable to now. For example, um, I've heard a lot of people say, a lot of them got married when they were 14, 15 or whatever. So they, they didn't have to wait until they're 30, 32 mm. before they're experiencing the joys of sex or whatever. And um, someone's also said to me that God didn't actually design courting or, um, or waiting to get married to be a long process. Like the way people are getting married very late in our day and age Christians, um, someone said to me that God never designed for it to be that way. So there's some churches that encourage um, very short courtships that, you know, because it, it leaves you open, as in some some churches less than a year, like they, because cause the, the longer you're courting, the more chance there is of sinning in yeah, is the way see, they feel. That's another topic in itself in terms of, um, should you marry someone just because you want to have sex? Because you can't handle the temptation. Some people do that, and that's just that's is that real? But then, the, the, then Paul in the Bible did say it's better to do that than to fall exactly. into temptation. But I, I think the reason you marry someone is because you feel like I think the Holy Spirit has called to be a wife or a husband, not because you can't handle you. No, no. But some people know so that some people have had that, and they do intend to marry them anyway. But some people rush it or do it quicker than they otherwise would have because they want to have sex with them. I think the thing to highlight is, again, like people just knowing their Bible. So one of the fruits of the spirit is actually self-control. Mm. So like- And patience. And patience. That's literally- Spirit of lust I'm is ruined. One of, one of the fruits of the spirit is actually self-control and patience. Yeah. Spirit of lust lung, is ruined in 2019 though. No, but a fruit of the spirit though, like if you are actually in Christ, and I'm not even saying that, like, you know, tomorrow you're not gonna fall because yeah we are human and we are so fleshy and you know mm. today you could have got over lust but tomorrow you could be getting over lying you know mm. every single day there's a difference and every kind of overcome. Yeah. but a fruit of the spirit is self-control mm. and one of uh, the other one is long suffering so by god's grace you're not going to be marrying somebody just because you want to have sex mm. like that should be far from your mind mm. it's a bonus yes mm. but it should be far from your mind and you will know them by their fruits mm. so yeah no okay so if someone, <laughs> if, if someone came up to you because you know me i like to do devil's advocate we can't all have the same opinion here so yeah so if if someone came up to you now and they were like look some random I, I can't say a name now but someone in the bible was married at age 13 they only had to wait 13 years to have sex yeah, but Sam, I'm a virgin story. at 35 that's her story that's her story what do you mean and another thing that people that's what that, another thing that, thing that people do that really gets me annoyed yeah. is that people always take <laughs> no, it's really, it actually hurts me is that people always take specific stories in the bible oh why don't you God. take the wicked stories in the bible and apply it to your life like, because why is not, it always the good one no, that you want to okay, take okay I hear that and I love that as well but 
that story does still exist. So but it's, it's still one there story, to be. But okay. it's one story. And how many stories are there in the Bible? Like there are plenty of stories in the Bible. Okay, but that story is still there. People who get the, married at seventy something. Why can't that be you? Why can't you apply that story to your life? You look at Jacob working seven years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There are stories of people working. Okay, but you're not getting my point. The point. The point that I assume so because I always like to get into their mindset so that I can answer them in it. So someone's going to say as much as there's the 77 year old there's still that 13 year old so that's the one I like why why is there any blem- like do you know what I mean why is there any story that I can reference well, that's, that's where it comes the into you reading the bible and you yeah, seeing exactly. what the Holy Spirit's telling you yourself Definitely. Mm. Uh, okay which in this case which one's more applicable to me am I applicable to the person who's got married at 13 or am I applicable to the person who's had her first child that's later so, on yeah. it all depends mm. on different circumstances you can't just say this person happened at 13 so it should happen to me at 13. Like, Jesus didn't even get married. Jesus mm. didn't even have sex. You know, by the way, you know, uh, Jesus that's was another single. point. Not mm. all people are so, called to be married. Yeah, like, Jesus was single. So, mm. if anything, why are you referencing your life based on someone, uh, someone who's Jesus flawed other than Jesus? Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, Jesus was actually single and Jesus didn't have sex. So, why, he, why can't that, you know, why can't you reference your life based on his, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think people just need to... um understand context people need to actually open their bibles mm. um people should stop trying to use like <laughs> one, one single story <laughs> like one single to story it. to like you know try to justify their their ways and stuff and i get mm. that we're all fallen and you know some of us are horny some of us are proper horny yeah mm, but mm, 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 mm. that's that that doesn't justify doesn't. like sin or wrongdoing mm at all so i just think and we should I think be careful even the diversity of the stories of someone being 13 and someone being 17 whatever yeah. that in itself should show you the fact that everybody's journey is it's different. different so you can't be out here hoping and wishing for you to be the 13 year old when mm. really you know you just i know i was hoping for 13 year old you need to be seeking for god's will to be done in your life and yeah. seeking for you to ensure that your heart is in line with whatever he wants for you christine speaking of um mm, holy, love that yeah yeah you've got a blog called um holy holy and horny jeez yeah. that's, that. that's powerful so yeah. i've got a blog post <laughs> called um holy and horny on my um blog the promiscuous pen and um jeez. um so the article is just about like you just have to read the article to understand why. I read it. It's wavy. It's wavy. It's wavy. It's wavy. Because the title, I feel like with the title, someone sent it to me. Still. Yeah, with the title, this people is, are gonna yeah, be yeah. like, "Oh, I think even I got a message from someone saying, oh, I wasn't gonna read it because the title.'" <laughs> then when I read it, I understood, and I think, um, don't let the title put you off. Basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> holy and holy, yeah. It, it's basically you know for women who are it's specifically for women. Um, although like a lot of men can also relate to it but um yeah it's just about like you know people being righteous but still having sexual urges and mm. i think i referred to um women when they're on their menstrual cycle um they tend to be more like tactile Holy. they tend to want to have they sex they tend to desire yeah sexual yeah, intercourse yeah. more when they're on their period so mm. I, I'll just give that as an example of like how women um, feel. Mm. Um, but that, that that's not to say that they're unrighteous. Mm. It's just to say they're human mm. and people desire a longing for other people. 100, 100. And obviously in my city, we like to know, um, we like to find out about the person as well as the topic. So 
how did you get into like you know writing about sex and christianity from um, a christian perspective it's actually an accident <laughs> <laughs> um i never wanted to like write about stuff like that because when i was growing up i wanted to be like a number of things but Jeez. one of the things i wanted to do was become a writer but i wanted to write about like politics and mm. stuff like that so that's how i actually first started out i started writing about politics did you go uni um, hmm? Did you go uni? Yeah, yeah, I went to uni. I studied history and politics. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But um, yeah, I wanted to write about politics and stuff. Um, so, but I think I was invited to um, work for a magazine in Nigeria, and mm. they got me writing about like relationships and fashion and stuff like that. Mm. And so when I came back, I was just writing about my experiences within like Christian dating. I think I wrote an article about. Uh, Christian brothers <laughs> called Brothers in Christ with No Game oh and my goodness, that was literally like the turning point for like a lot of things um, because like a lot of people read it a lot of men were annoyed. you're a bad girl you know why I you know, right? for the right I know have you been in the church suffering for the lack of I'm out of my whole my whole you know how often I've heard that though man are in church have no game I look at girls like wow you're you're my sister isn't it yeah, so not I me, wrote that article. Never me, boy. Yeah, I wrote that article. Um, and that was actually the turning point because like, people were like, some men were like proper sending me emails and messages wow. like, oh my gosh, how can you say we're not, we don't have game? What is game? Oh game is gosh. sinful. Like, that's not game itself, man. That's, that's, that's the problem there. Things, all these different things. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I decided writing about like Christian dating um, and then um, I was contributing to um, some Christian websites. So one of them's Threads. Um, Fred UK, I think they've actually stopped. They're like, they've shut it down. I'm not sure, mm. but there might be some like mm. articles on there still in their really? archives. So check out Fred's UK. Yep. Um, I started writing for Valor Magazine, check check them out. Um, and then I think I contributed twice to Valor Magazine on like relationships. And then um, they asked me to be their sex and relationship editor. Jeez. And so Jeez, since on. then I've just been writing about relationship just from my perspective and obviously being a christian female and being abstinent um mm. it gives you like a different sort of viewpoint so mm. i've just been writing about relationship from my perspective really Absolutely. Um, and then i wrote holy and, Horn- holy and horny and mm. yeah it's taken off from there cool so I'll, I'll ask you a question yeah since you're a sex expert I mean, I'm not because okay. I haven't had sex. I can't even advise you. <laughs> oh, okay. You thought, you thought I did that. I'm joking. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Ask me. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Ask me. Ask me. Ask me. Ask me. I'm ready. I'm ready. You're I'm the ready. expert. No, no, I'm, no, ready. No. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Is contraception biblical? Is contraception? I can't. Ooh, hey, spot me. I'm not sure if I'm qualified to answer that question. But if we're having sex in the biblical construct of marriage, should it be? um, Just let God decide when the youth comes. Yeah. What is the final them? I don't think I'm not. I don't think I'm qualified to answer the question. Or should it be with? protection jimmy i mean i i can only give my opinion um because i don't think i'm qualified to answer that question because i haven't had sex and um I've no never, but it's from i've a, never used from, 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 a, from, from, like from, from my perspective i don't think that from my reading of the bible i've only read the bible twice back and front before so that's don't good. quote me that's this was good. like years ago though so yeah, um good. and i don't have there's no like daily devotional that i've gone to about yeah, 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 so yeah. i don't know <laughs> but um i do think family planning is important um hmm. like the bible talks a lot about legacy hmm. and leaving things for your kids and um all that kind of stuff 
So I do think that family planning is important in order for you to leave things for your kids. You should, I think, plan for your family and the family that you want. But what if you're doing it not to plan, just to have a limited enjoyment for X amount of time? Then that's you. And I think that's a conversation to be had with the husband and the wife. And every situation is going to be different, um, you know? So if you, as a wife, don't want to use contraception, your husband agrees... So there's no Christian angle to it. I don't. don't I personally don't think there is. There might be though. Google. Mm. Yeah. Check out John Piper, John Mm. MacArthur, all those, all those, all those (laughs) veterans in the game. (laughs) All those veterans in the game. There might be some. um, There might be some resources Mm. on. But for me, Sha. Sha. For me, Sha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't don't have like I've spoken to my married friends about contraception before and. and they're all for it. Yeah, that yeah, my married Christian friends, they're all for it. Calm, calm, you know, calm. so I think it's just down to you two mm. and, you know, the stages in your life. Obviously, you're not going to be using contraception if you want to have kids. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. for a period of time, then... I hear that. Ah, right, cool. So, I couldn't agree more. Firstly, with the statement of, I don't feel like I'm qualified to say <laughs> whether is, anything about contraception is actively in the Bible, but from what I've read so far, there's nothing I, I about it. Yeah. I've seen it. So is contraception biblical? For me personally, I wouldn't I, I think when we spoke about why we have sex, we spoke mm. about procreation and we spoke about enjoyment. enjoyment and we spoke about sealing your marriage. So in terms of the enjoyment one, you have to be intentional in life. One of my favorite words as a Christian or as just a follower of Jesus Christ is intentionality. Mm. I'm being intentional Fantastic. with my partner, with my husband. Come on. That ah. This one that we're doing today. Enjoyment. It's not my child. <laughs> <laughs> it's not child. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Had, and 100. definitely family planning, key, like all these things. Like we just have to 100. use wisdom yeah. Yeah. Exactly. and not and not be. Before, before, before so, we get into that, you made yeah. a, you made a point about. Um, Shouldn't we just let God decide, right? Yeah. Well, see, that, let that's, God that decide what? Where, where let him decide when the egg is going to be filled with the sperm. And but that. ultimately, oh, if you do... If like, you just go, that, just to, no, like, do Russia roulette and that. But you then know? ultimately, if you have a baby, it's God's gift, right? So you have let God decide. And God is sovereign anyway. So. No, nah, but if you're, if, you're deleting, if you're deleting the connection I'm, with I'm the... You guys can never underestimate the power of my King of Kings. Jeez, come on. Despite contraception, people still have kids. Exactly. What I'm saying is, exactly. what I'm saying is that is con- is contraception not trying to fight God like you're trying to do AJ with. <laughs> I don't think this is the podcast for this contraception topic. I don't think, I think you need to have people who are using uh, contraception know, on the show. <laughs> so the reason, the reason why I was going to disagree with that, yeah, yeah. just because that happened naturally doesn't mean that's what God wants to happen. So for example, you might get it by car, God forbid, mm. doesn't mean that God did that. So it doesn't mean that God decided that. Yeah, so you, yeah. you might get pregnant. Doesn't mean that God made you pregnant. You just, as a human, you have a sex. But do we not say that God pregnant. knows what's happening tomorrow? God knows yeah. what is yeah, about I, I, to happen. I, 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 that's, not, that's, not God not, that's not God deciding it. That's Him knowing. But if God doesn't want something to happen, He'll stop it. No? That's not true, though. Actually, that's very. I think yeah, it should be discussed in couples therapy. <laughs> like honestly, I think uh, yeah. this is something uh, that cool. like yeah. couples therapy. That God lets happen even though. Yeah, true, true. Before we move on, I need to chat about Ori's quickly. Untainted words. Every other so often, I'll get I'll get broadcast that Ori has made a new blood coast <laughs> doing that thing. So, we do you want to tell us a bit? Yeah, come on, bro. Read it. Come on, man. Of course, of course, course. Come on, normal, bro. So, um, do you want to tell us a bit about that? How it started and your day job, which is a medical student. Yes. <laughs> so I am a I'm in my fourth year of medical school. Come on. Um, thank God. <laughs> is it is it four or five or four? 
Are you doing four years or five years? So I was, I'm doing the five years. All right, cool, so cool, cool, I have, cool, cool. I have one to go. Cool. Um, but yes, aside from that, I I founded this blog slash Christian ministry slash website, <laughs> um, which is called Untainted Word. And that's what we're called on all socials, hashtags. So just go and follow. Love that. Um, but yeah, the reason why I started it was just to share God's word. And the way it started out was literally possibly about nine to 10 years now right. ago. I just used to send messages out to people and it would, it started off as just like a smiley face or a little single line to say, oh, hey, have a good day. Da, da, da. Mm. Then it developed a bit by bit into mm. maybe a paragraph or a few paragraphs via text, by the way, mm. of just encouraging people, sending them something inspirational. Um, and then my, one of my pastors encouraged me that, you know, as you're doing this, begin to put Bible verses mm. in there, begin to, you know, make it the word of God. And literally over the years it evolved, but only two years ago um, in January did I actually get it out there and put it online for more people to see mm. instead of it just being limited to the people who are in my phone book. So mm. that's why I call it a ministry. It's obviously whatever God wants to do with it. We're praying to expand in Jesus' name. Amen. But yeah, um, it's just the word of God as he gives it to me. I write it down and share with everybody else. Christine, Love that. Yeah. I was gonna say. Um, so now, I'd actually obviously because obviously we have a lot of people, a lot of people in the audience who like to write, who who are passionate about putting their thoughts to paper, right? And uh, for both of you, um, so when you when you write on some topics like you know holy and horny, and you go to church, and obviously obviously people see this at church or when you have or when you have a blog post yeah fun. and you have a lot of people who and you're going against what is conventionally mm. allowed right how do you do that kind of pressure at church especially when it's um, you know, demonized thankfully i go to a new church so <laughs> <laughs> so nobody kind of knows me well, rebrand yeah <laughs> no one knows me but in my old <laughs> church though um I was always like the outspoken youth, yeah. like always being like, no guys, you shouldn't do it this way. <laughs> mm. You should do it that way. So I was kind of known for that. But in my new church, I'm not, but mm. I did post. Um, so basically I'm, I'm starting um, Christian um, events, well events for Christian women who are abstinent. So that's also for women who are virgins and non-virgins. Cause obviously some people um, lived the past, but then they've been changed. So mm. Christians who are still active. Well, what about men? <laughs> no, not for men. Sorry. Anyway, go um, to you. Go to you. Yeah, go to you. So, go to you. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm still active. They can go. They can come to the. Yeah, they can come to. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Planted, yeah. So like, um, so I sent through on Twitter. Like I've just been promoting the um, mailing list because I'm trying to get um, a lot of people to know about the events that are going to be coming up so i sent through a mailing list thank god i have over 200 emails now Jeez, so. come on i haven't checked the stats today though that was just yesterday 250 so. boy um, uh, so yeah so i did share it in my new <laughs> my new churches um, <laughs> i did share it in my new churches um group chat um i think people signed up mm. i don't know what they're expecting Yay. but you know yeah so going forward um just hope to help mm. women like even myself. even that um the question you asked Ira about you know do you get looked upon some somehow yeah, yeah because you're doing that do you not think that it's a question for everyone do you guys not think there's a cultural aspect of that so say you went to a very like um pentecostal old school African church where you know the deacons and the the leaders are of a different generation and you know everything's meant to be prim and proper everything's meant to be decent do you know what I mean and then your hair alternative do you not think 
that issue would be more a case there than sort of a new generation of church where it's like a younger, younger pastors or something like that. I don't know. What do you guys um, think? I don't think I have any worries, you know, with regards to that because mm. um, people, I always say this, like, especially when you write and you put yourself out there, people are just going to infer whatever. Like mm. they're going to infer like, that you hate men or, <laughs> you know, you hate this or you hate that, or you think you have your life together, etc. People are gonna infer what they want to. And mm. I don't think I'm really concerned about that. My thing more so is that I just hope that um, people don't see me or anyone else within a Christian circle. I don't, I, hopefully I'm not part of like Christian <laughs> clicky circle, but yeah. um, I just hope people don't see whoever as like the pinnacle of, Christianity that people just are actually opening their Bibles and mm. seeing for themselves. That's my only concern. Mm, 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 Whether or not you think that I'm conventional or non-conventional, <laughs> it's not my business. Yeah. <laughs> you that, know? That's not your like, problem. It's yeah, actually yeah. not my business. 100. That's on no, you. To... Yeah, exactly. That's on you. 100. But my thing is just that I just hope that people actually are opening their own Bibles and for finding out the truth for themselves and mm. not just saying, oh, holy and horny. Um, yeah, I can be holy I can be horny and, be and not really enough. open my bible that's kind cute. of thing that, that's that's that's, that's my only concern mm. I don't really care about whether or not mm. you're seen as conventional because at the end of the day um, we're supposed to be Christ like and mm. that's the only thing I, I'm trying to aspire mm. to become so. I heard that um, we got I got a few questions to throw out to the room um, before we end so what is the purpose of abstinence and what does an individual gain by being abstinent Okay, so that's another that's a very a good, good question. question. So, um, <clears throat> are we talking about a Christian individual? Here? Yeah, Christian individual. So, one, they are being obedient. Okay. Secondly, um, God hasn't given us laws in the Bible mm. because He wants to punish us. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you look at His laws, they're actually for our own best interest. Yeah, okay. Definitely. So, if you're abstinent, you're actually doing yourself a favor. How yeah. so? Because, for example, uh, if you look at if you look at people who are active, mm. they tend to have, let's say, a lot more difficulties breaking through relationships. For, for example, let's say I'm with a girl, mm. and I'm courting a girl, mm. and we're active. It is actually a lot harder to break off from that that relationship if I'm active because mm. of that sexual interaction there, as opposed to mm. if it was just us being abstinent together and courting would be a lot easier to break it. So okay. That's where you get the issue of all soul ties and whatever that's been called. Wait, thing. it's harder to break it because they're having sex? Yeah, than it is if they weren't having sex. Mm. Because of that. I told you about the whole blood covenant, right? Mm, about, mm, about, mm. Uh, it's a covenant between soul two ties, yeah. becoming one flesh. Mm. How can you now leave your flesh? You become one flesh. So it's a lot harder. Mm. Um, so that's two things. One, obedience. Two, do yourself a favour. Mm. And three, it's a great exercise in self-control. Uh, now self-control isn't just important when it comes to sex it's important in all aspects of your life from mm. financial discipline mm. to you know um, working in your office to being punctual mm. so that's again another way of doing you a huge favour mm. uh, as for me personally um, lastly 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 I've I actually don't want to go into <laughs> that self-control one is so key because as much as we're talking about Christians even non-Christians there's times where you know they'll decide Let's let's be absent. Let's be let's abstain from sex for a period because maybe it's getting too much or it really sex really does get into your head. Do you know what I mean? It, like so you, you don't really. So it, it causes a lo- it causes when when done in the wrong person and in the wrong conditions, it mm. does cause a lot of self harm. Mm. For example, um, for example, if 
for example, you get a lot of broken marriages and broken families due mm. to, let's say, infidelity or promiscuity. Mm. Mm. Whereas if they had abstained from that, then they wouldn't have gone through all that such psychological harm. Like, mm. you know, divorce is described as something which is like death to oneself. Remember I mentioned before people being in one flesh, right? Mm, mm, so mm, when, mm, you're mm. In, when you're doing sex with the wrong person or in mm. the wrong condition and it goes badly, you're doing yourself a lot of harm. Mm, so okay. that's one of the key... Mm. That's a very good question though, because we're yeah, talking 100%. about sexes. Yeah. Go, got you. Tam, say, what was your question? Say it again. So, the benefits um, of abstinence. Yeah, what's the, what's the purpose of abstinence and what does an individual gain by um, choosing uh, to be naturally, um, abstinent? If you're not having sex, you can't get any STIs and you mm. also can't get pregnant. There's even another... Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Someone, I was t- again, I was talking to someone about this topic and they were saying, again, about this generation, like, as young as, you know, as long as 14, 15 a lot of people just want to get into a relationship because everyone has this need and this feeling to, you know, be with someone, this relationship culture for some reason. Like every, on Twitter, you're scrolling, you can't go through three or four tweets without, without seeing the relationship question. Yeah, or, that's probably But literally, like, you see, you know, some, on the sex topic, some people will go up until 18, you know, not having sex and then go to uni and then get into a relationship or just start having sex like no man's business kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So do we have a problem with our, with our generation where we're just a lustful, horny bunch of <laughs> mother effers? Like, okay. do you know I, don't know, I don't know if our generation <laughs> is unique to that, you know, because you know in the Old Testament you had like Sodom and Gomorrah, you had people yeah, wanted, David doing a madness of war. Yeah, you had, <laughs> you had people wanted to sleep with angels. Like, uh, you know? yeah. Listen, I'm not yes. about that life. Yeah, bro. that's wild. That's, that's wild. That's wild. Can like, you imagine, bro? So you people yeah, want to sleep with angels. Like, that's you wild. You see some girl flying and that. No, that's, that's a madness. That's actually bro. very wild. That's a madness. So I don't think that our, our generation is unique. Yeah, okay. I think this is just a result of the fall. Like, yeah. we fell. You've had guys who wanted to kill men. You've had guys who wanted to kill a girl's husband. Because they slept to, to be with that wife. Yeah, exactly. Like, remember what, like, what David did? That's what David yeah. tried to do. Yeah. Like, you know, son, of so... son of his mum, right? Mm. Uh, was it Bathsheba, right? <coughs> I don't think our generation is necessarily um, okay. unique. Yeah, it's a question um, to I think it's me. just literally like the fall of man. Since the fall of man, we're just mm. doing everything in rebellion against God. So. <laughs> yeah. I had that. Uh, Ori, you have any opinion on that? I just think in, in, in relation to your question, like the benefit of abstinent, yeah. abstinence or, or like what do we gain? Mm. I just think you you show God something about yourself with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it seems a bit extra or whatever, but I, this is just my opinion. Like you show God, like Ira said, your ability to actually obey him. Mm. Um, and I know on a personal front is for me, um, one of the key things that I always come back to is that God, do you know what, how much do I love you? Because this fleshy thing and this fleshy desire about, of, of, <laughs> of feeling, you know, some type of way is very real, but how much do I love you to still keep this whole, sex thing and and keep it keep keep mm. maintain the cookie until mm. marriage like how much do i love you and and i think if we if we go into it one of the key things that i just wanted to make sure that i put out there mm. to share with everybody about mm. sexual purity and you know fleeing from sexual immorality is that before anything else it's actually a heart's response mm. like before it is a physical thing your abstinence and your obedience to not have sex before marriage or even if you have had sex the whole concept of you know celibacy like that thing is a heart's response before it is anything physical because the bible does tell us to guard our hearts in mm. proverbs because out from it flows the things of life and if i've actually guarded my heart and if i've put my heart in the right place mm. um with god 
in that kind of chapter about sex and purity about sex and my mindset about sex, then it means that my actions to follow will also glorify him. It means that my mind is right with him. And also if I'm in a situation where, do you know what, it's possibly about to be compromised, at least I have a foundation which is in my heart that will allow me to remember why I'm doing it and why I want to please Jesus and do what is kind of in line with the will of God, Mm. basically. I love that, love that. I don't think it's just... it's it's just not abstinence i think as well like with everything Mm. um i think god does things for our good and sometimes i literally think like imagine if we all had clean slates how beautiful life would be if like we entered into relationships into marriage with just clean slates and we create you know it would be amazing without all that baggage without all that like we're all we're we're all gonna enter into marriage with baggage now you know like Mm. whether or not you've you've had sex um before marriage or not you're all gonna enter into a marriage or relationships with all this baggage and just imagine if you had actually adhered to the word of God and you would have entered into something with a clean slate not just marriage but everything else so like the Bible really honestly was written for our good and like it was was honestly written so that we could be better Um, so I think the benefits of abstinence like with every other thing is that you know it's for our good like Mm. it's for our cleansing it's for our betterment but then I just want to put this out there just because you're abstinent doesn't mean you're going to heaven or like you know it Abstinence <laughs> Yeah. My boy. I was doing an absolute madness. I've done an absolute madness. Not, not, not to necessarily turn the numbers, but in terms of what I'm actually doing, right? <clears throat> and I know so much now, yeah. And if I sometimes if I, if I didn't know all of yeah. that yeah, yeah. for example what I know now is called issues of relationships with yeah. girls who are completely good girls. Yeah. But because I've seen so much from girls who weren't good girls, or because I've done things myself, mm. I've ruined potentially great yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I didn't know anything of I didn't know anything, and great. it's messy and, and the mind is so complex yeah. and and God knows that but obviously we're complex we do stupid things so mm. but we don't want to listen but yeah you know. and then and then it's so key to like you know for it to be coming f- from your own heart and for it to be your personal conviction your personal yeah, relationship with God and yeah. like I'm going to like you know unequally yoked relationships do you know what I mean there are some relationships where maybe the let me even switch it for us the guy is the one that wants to <laughs> <laughs> the guy is the one that doesn't want to be or whatever and then you know the girl is like she she's not happy to be abstinent but she'll go along with it because the guy is saying this is what he wants he wants to be closer to god and then you know it's not for us to judge any relationship or whatever but can that ever really work can it ever do you know what i mean like what can you do in that situation i think it gets very difficult but yeah um one more question that i had was um i know you've mentioned a bit ori about prayer but someone said um what tips would you guys give to help people trying to be abstinent and celibate and have you got any experiences anyone here is willing yeah, to share yeah i've got tons of experiences <laughs> to share <laughs> and i'm gonna be sharing them at my holy and horny event okay, okay, so make sure you get your ticket cool but yeah. um, what, what, what's, the web, what's the web what's the website for i that? haven't actually promoted it yet oh, cool. so i don't even have it. but if you type in <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if you 
Wait, hold on. Amen. Hold on. I do. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I have an Eventbrite. I have an Eventbrite. So just type in holy and horny on Eventbrite. Eventbrite is buki now, but yeah, we'll get into that. So yeah. But like key, key, key advice. Like for my personal spirits, key advice is don't let people come to your house. Eh? Hallelujah. If you live by yourself. I say hallelujah. <laughs> if you live by yourself. And don't go to this. Honestly, if wow. you live by yourself, please, women, <laughs> men. Well, do man can't get... do little movie now. Nah, what do you mean? No, no, no. I want be and, and chill. You know, chill. Let me tell you something no. about let me tell you something about Netflix and chill, yeah. <laughs> like okay, on the first night, you and this guy or the girl and the girl, <laughs> the girl it. and the guy <laughs> might be in a room together. Nothing can happen. Cool. Just because one thing didn't happen one day doesn't mean that it's not going to happen the next day. But how do you know it happened? Huh? It might not happen. That's no, the thing. Like, end let of me day, tell you something about human beings. We love attention. Okay. We crave. We want to we be do. wanted. We want to be touched. We do. We want to be kissed. We want We want all of that physical intimacy. As much as you can lie, as much as you can lie to yourself that, oh yeah, I'm not ready for a man. I'm not ready for a girl, whatever. <laughs> Listen, you want to be like, you want that. Of yeah, course, you yeah, want yeah. that physical intimacy. So, and my thing it's is, fantastic. don't deceive yourself. Yeah, don't deceive yourself. Like, if you think you're strong, you're not. <laughs> no one's like, strong like that. Let me tell you. If word. you think you're strong, you're not. Like, <laughs> just because today word. you guys did Netflix and chill and nothing happened doesn't mean tomorrow's not going to happen. Spend word. all this time together in close confinement. What's you it? it has see, to be every day going to restaurant you, and spend money on that. I think, that. It, sh- I think it should be. No, honestly, I'm not, I'm being, I'm even speaking from experience. I think <laughs> you should. <laughs> I think I'm speaking from I think in Christianity we need to be as candid as possible so that people are not committing these sins like mm. on no, like you need to be so candid so you'll help it you know help your brother and sister love their neighbor yeah. as yourself yeah. and I think this all comes into it I think we should be not doing Netflix and chill if you're not married so you can't live with your with your potential partner before you get married Say if you want if you want to abstain then I don't know if that's a wise no, decision that's cohabitation yeah, mm. yeah if okay. you don't if you want to abstain I don't think that's a wise decision but I do think like Oh, I'm not really you big on them, group right? dates. I Ooh, think that's rubbish. You won't know them, fam. But, but I don't think group dates work. But I do think that, like, you know, being open in an open space. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like PDA. Yeah. So no yeah. one's going to be, like, kissing your face that's off. That's why you need a car. In public. You're bad. Yeah. You're very bad. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> You're very bad. <laughs> but just do of things the in the car. Extremely <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do things in the open. Oh, yeah, do things in the open. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's your What's your top tip? Nah, just, I think... Like, I think just, just not honestly. Yeah, just, what, what, what do you think is worth? Do you have your own them. house or having your own car? The both both no, the, the house. What, what's the car? Both what do you of them. Mean? How but can I you compare a car and a house? Though, like, what are you going to do in the car? Big man, this guy can squeeze into science spaces. Isn't it? What's going on here, man? But yeah, no, like you know, date in the open. Be very and be very like upfront as well. All right. Do you want to suggest dates that don't cost money? Because listen, if I'm going to your house, we're not spending money. We're just chilling. Museum. Museum. Coffee shop. Museum. Uh, you can bro. eat. If coffee you're, shop. If you're both food, you drink coffee. Get out of here, bro. Is that the only thing you do? Coffee shop. I'm playing over. Have you seen London at night time? Yeah, London's buff. There are some walks that we can just walk along. Just walking, walking, bro. If you really like that person, no, it's true. If you like that person, you're not just there for the sex. You find different things. Yeah, you will. You will. And I think just having common ground, man. Yeah, just have common ground. Just be honestly, just be as open as possible. Like, and if you're celibate and like you're actually celibate for real, 
and you're on dates, I think be open with it as well. Yeah. At least let those people who are there for set, let them feel for Then again, you get them guys and that girls lie. who'll be like, I'm who celibate. Lie, yeah. 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 Don't worry, give them time. By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, nothing wrong with that. Be true to you. But be true to yourself, man. Yeah, be true to yourself. Again, intentionality is key. Yeah, I love that word. That's the word of the day still. My city word of the day, fam words because i just intentionality think intentionality and purpose hold on what is the point of this yeah we need to ask ourselves that question so much more what is the point of this what are we gaining from this like where are we going yeah. and i think sometimes the, re- the reason why people kind of like avoid that question is because they have this whole mindset of like go with the flow and you don't want to get too deep too quickly mm. like you know you don't want to take things too seriously let things still be fun mm. but at the same time there are certain things that we see that we know that actually do you not know this is left like <laughs> i need to run now and we need to follow that instinct when you know that it's time to bounce or you know that actually you and this person aren't compatible for massive reasons as obvious as do you know what they're not on the same page as you in terms of mm. abstinence mm. and like <sighs> is that is that an immediate deal breaker for you guys the minute he says he's not abstinent or something yeah, yeah i'm like bye boy yeah, bye can't lie mm. like, what, 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 what about you sam can't lie. um it's, what what's the question if, if, if a girl wants to be abstinent deal, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. if she wants to be abstinent is that deal breaker for you if she wants to be abstinent yeah no, if she it's no, if she doesn't. If she, my boy, I was thinking nah, 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 yeah. So to be clear, I will slap you. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, it's alright to be abstinent still. So yeah, you know like that. Alright, uh, lovely ladies. Alright, yeah. uh, hey guys, plug your socials. Well, where can we find your socials? Uh, follow me if you do, if you don't want to hear about abstinence and relationship. Don't follow me, but <laughs> Listen, nah, nah. if you follow do, her, let the seeds be planted. <laughs> if you do, follow me. Um, my Twitter is um, I am Crow. So that's the letter I, letter A, letter M. Where did Crow come from? It's like, a combination of my names. Oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you, you're Yoruba. No. Oh, Yibo. Yeah, half Yibo, half Benin. But uh, yeah, okay. I am Crow, C-R-O-E, yeah. Is that Instagram, just Twitter? Or? Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram if you like. But I don't really post up many... Okay, what about the website and everything like that? Oh yeah, so the Promiscuous Pen, just type it in and make sure you know how to spell promiscuous. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're a bad girl, so very bad, very bad, fam. Very so the bad. Promiscuous Pen, um, and if you do follow me on Twitter and you are a Christian woman who's waiting to have sex, waiting for marriage to have sex then um definitely sign up to the mailing list that should be like being promoted like all the time um and then you will be in the know for next events how about you Ori? um so on my instagram it's o-r-i-a-a-y that's my personal one ori a and i said beforehand please do follow the blog untainted words so that's on instagram facebook and twitter someone needs to help me with the twitter boy because <laughs> the way i, the way I got you i got you i got you yeah, but yeah. the untainted literally for untainted word everywhere as well it's untainted word i hope you know how to yeah, yeah I'm together any, any, uh, any events on any upcoming launches anything like that we should uh, look out for um, 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 no. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Follow um follow me personally, Sam underscore Luca one on Twitter, Sam underscore Luca on Instagram. Follow the podcast at my city podcast on everything. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, uh, also uh, as we know we've got a live show coming up, third of February. Oh wait, man, listen. Uh, tickets, tickets available on Shubs, Eventbrite, Brings app. 
Um, Follow the socials as well to find out how you can win a little something, something. Oh, so income, so what, 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 what are we winning? What are we winning? Obviously, again on the podcast, we are like a place of live interaction, live debates, networking, games. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Going to be lit. And also, um, early bird tickets are sold out. Standard tickets are almost finished. Yeah, they're almost gone still. So quickly, get your tickets. Again, Shubs. Eventbrite brings follow me at on Instagram at iray.ae which is ire.ae and follow me on Twitter at iraylewa which is i-r-a-y-l-i-w-a and um yeah love, love my love 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 in a bit now.